Hello, and welcome back to Throwback Reviews Podcast. My name is Sean, and joining me as always when we get together, my good buddy, Rob Fleck O'Hara. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Not much. What's going on with you? This is uh, different. You've got you've changed things up on us. What's going on here? Um, just trying some different stuff, man. Just uh, kind of, this is kind of like a little guinea pig uh, episode here with this, but don't let it distract you because it's going <laughs> to distract me enough. You know what I like is that um, in your room, uh, everybody gets to see the uh, the podcast studio. Uh, you can see all the, the stuff that we talked about on the last episode with uh, uh, the, the things you have on display behind you. And uh, on my end, uh, we are in a literally empty room uh, with uh, uh, me and a skeleton wearing a Boba Fett helmet. So <laughs> what else do you, what else do you need though? <laughs> That's hey, you know what? I have uh, uh, two things uh, that I was going to show you since I knew we have camera. Uh, one of them is uh, something that I got for Christmas. I brought it in here. Um, so my dad, I mean, my dad wants to buy me, cool things that I will enjoy for Christmas, but he doesn't always know what those things are. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I know that he thinks the, a lot of the retro things I like from the seventies and the eighties are, are silly, but he also, you know, is, is, uh, aware enough that he wants to buy me things that I know I will like. So he and I were out shopping at this, this, uh, it's kind of a thrift store antique mall kind of place. And I saw, these skateboards skateboard decks that had been custom painted by a local artist and two of them were okay but one of them when i saw i was like that is super cool i would love to have that i would love to hang it in my office went on and on about it i never thought he would actually go back and buy it but he did so this is the uh first thing i brought uh for show and tell i love that this <laughs> It's a custom painted Count Chocula uh, skateboard deck. And uh, you can see that the guy added a little thing there where you can oh, mount yeah. it on the wall. But uh, yeah. That is nice. Uh, and uh, so anyway, there's a funny part of the story is that um, I went back because I thought, uh, I, I asked Susan, I said, hey, are you, are you planning on buying me the skateboard deck? And she said, no. So uh, I went back <laughs> and it was gone. And I was like, oh, because it's like one of them. I mean, it's it's a unique thing. I mean, it's right. literally, you know, guy painted it. And uh, so anyway, my dad comes over once a week for coffee. But, we so let me, let me interrupt you, though. Yes. When she said that and you went back, was there a part of uh -huh. you that thought, oh, she did get it? Or did you really or if you asked Susan, would you, would you be able to read that she was lying? uh well the thing is uh she would i don't think she would lie about it and, and we had set a uh a price limit uh for christmas and i knew that this would be most of the price limit mm -hmm. so it would be like this and then you know uh I put some socks i mean there was not much over this so i mentioned it to her like a couple weeks later i was like hey i gotta ask you are you planning on getting that because if you're not i'm gonna go back and buy it and she said no i that's not even on my radar oh okay yeah. So I go back down there and it's gone. Now, let me tell you this. Ever since, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess when I was a teen and definitely like by the time I moved out, we have had a, a rule in my family and definitely a rule like with, with my wife and kids. Uh, and that rule is absolutely under no circumstances 
are you allowed to buy things for yourself in December? I mean, okay. you can't you can't ask for something for Christmas and then go buy it, you know? Right. And, yeah. And, and it's hard for the kids. Like they ask for video games. Like I see the titles. I don't. I'm not familiar with the games, but so you can't go buy something you asked other people for, right? But I was like, this is a, such a one of a kind deal. I'm gonna break my rule. <laughs> and I go down there. Susan went down there with me, and we go in, and it's gone. And the lady's like, we have these other two. I'm like. Uh, I don't want the other two. <laughs> that one. Were the were the other two? Were they mascots as well, or they? No, one was like um, like Frankenstein, and it was like a caricature of Frankenstein, but not a mascot, and definitely not uh, you know the cereal. And then uh, I don't even know who the other one was. It was uh, uh, just some monster kind of looking thing, like an alien, you know. Uh-huh. So I was like, you know, they were expensive enough that. I wouldn't buy them if I didn't love them, you know? Right, right. So I came home, and so my dad comes over every Sunday. We have coffee, and he came over, and I told him the whole story. I told him that I went back to the store, and I looked for it, and that it wasn't there. And he was like, oh, really? You know, and he didn't say anything. And then on Christmas morning, he came over, and he gives me this thing, and he was like, you're not supposed to buy self for, you know, things for yourself in December. And I was like, what? And I opened it. I was, I was literally shocked. I had, it's a type of thing that Susan would buy. It's not really the thing, uh, type of thing that my dad would normally buy for right. Christmas. So, uh, but you know what? I, it's one of those things where I'm not, like, I'm not huge into artwork and stuff. I mean, I like art. I just don't own a lot, you know, but something like that, like a, a skateboard deck with, oh, a, yeah. a, you know, a, a breakfast cereal mask on it. I was like, yeah, that that's, <laughs> I'm not going to have like a million dollar painting. I'm just going to have skateboard decks with the breakfast guys on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like we don't do Christmas as far as Nicole and I, we, it's mm-hmm. just, it's all about the kids. It's kind of like if there's something we want, we'll just get it, you know, during the year or whatever. But I did get, I got one gift from my daughter and she bought it for me. Uh, she went to one of my wife's art shows with her and she came home that night. She's like, dad, I got your Christmas present. I'm like, Okay, well, it's October. Let's just wait now. And <laughs> right. uh, so she she had been waiting, and so she got me. And I'll hold it up to the camera, and, and then for those people that don't uh, see this visually, but it is. Oh, see that it's a little. It's a rock and smurf. It's a yeah. He's got his guitar, and uh, she did not know this, but I actually had this. Now, oh. <laughs> now, I I think I had mentioned once on a previous podcast episode that uh, I had a lot of Smurfs, and at one point, like I, before I was getting real nostalgic, right? Um, we we, it was a time when you know we, we were kind of needed some money, right? And eBay was a huge thing, and mm, I had yeah. all, I had all these Smurfs and everything, and my wife's like, "Do you want these things?" And I'm like, "Nah, that's all right." You know, I didn't envision having, you know a place to put stuff or, or sure, whatever, right. or getting to that point in my age where I was like, Oh, I love everything from when I was a kid. So we, we sold them. And, and uh, so she, but my, like I said, my daughter had no idea that it was this Smurf with the guitar. So uh, when I opened it, I was blown away. It was, it was, wow, awesome. that's fun. That's, that's really cool. And especially that it's the same one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, I don't know if she knows how special of a gift that was. I, I didn't really, uh, it was awesome and that's that's fun that our kids recognize that uh you know we like some of that that older uh 
kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, my, my daughter is definitely very hypersensitive to that kind of thing with me. She knows, I mean, they all do, but put it this way. It wasn't a shock that she got me a Smurf from, from, <laughs> from, uh, you know, from an art show where there was like a little kind of like where you and I went when you were up here, it was kind of like a comic book store type toys, mm, okay. you know, kind of that kind of thing. So, uh, she happened to go in there and just found that. The uh, other thing I was going to show you here as I take a drink, and I'll put this in front of the camera so you can see this here, <laughs> is a C-3PO, uh, I guess this is like a thermos. It's more like a sippy cup for a small child. <laughs> it's a baby cup. It's a baby <laughs> cup for a, a big man. Right, but I'm a grown man, and I have uh, uh, rum and coke in it. And um, so <laughs> this is the, the funny story, and... and um, Sean and I already had this uh, uh, conversation, but uh, when you go to restaurants, uh, all the glasses, all the silverware, all the plates have been used by a million people. When they're done, they take them, they wash them, they put them back out. Every plate you've ever eaten on, uh, every fork, spoon that you've used in a restaurant, all that stuff has been right. used by a million people. It gets washed sanitized and you read it right? so so let me interrupt we had the, yes we had this conversation <laughs> and i don't normally go like man rob is just like he's way off on this one i <laughs> we usually agree on a lot of things yeah. uh, there may be something we disagree with a little bit later in the show as well but this was definitely a thing where and i'm and, and you know like i like i'm a germ phobe uh i am but That's yeah. why I was so surprised that you weren't on my team on this because um, I have this thing about buying um, cups, mugs, anything like that from thrift stores. Mm -hmm. And if you want to share uh, what I thought that could have possibly happened to it or been put in it. No, we, that's up to you. I was afraid somebody might have pooped in it. <laughs> I mean, because that, I mean, because that, that's the, that's the first place that someone's like, ah, they want to poop in a cup. And then the thing is that, I mean, literally before you did it, you would be looking at C3PO <laughs> and be like, sorry, 3PO, it's got to go somewhere. I mean, Human cyborg relations. You're on a road trip. That's. Six million and one languages he speaks after that point. That's a, a new uh, language. I'm, um, so, I'm sorry, sir. I am unable to <laughs> interpret Sith language or take on poop. Or doo-doo. <laughs> um, so uh, Susan bought it and then uh, obviously ran it through the dishwasher. And she was like, I'll run it through the dishwasher twice if you want. I'm like, I'm... so she put it in the cupboard. And I've just been. And the thing is, is that the stupid thing has eyeballs on I me. Mean, it's got C-3PO's face. So every time I open the cupboard, he's like, why aren't you drinking out of me, sir? <laughs> so, you know, what? I bit the bullet 10 minutes ago, right before we started the show. I thought, you know what? Tonight I'm going to break my rule. And so I, I got a drink, put a straw in it, and here we are. So I would say that um, after using it, having washed it, put the drink in, I'm pretty sure somebody's pooped in it. <laughs> well i mean at least you have alcohol in there right that, that'll help sanitize it, so. yeah, that'll help with it um well i think that might be a good segue into something that uh i know you had been questioned i think on twitter someone got a hold of you i think actually a couple of people asked you if we were going to because we did talk about the force awakens prior to its release when we saw that amazing trailer come out right and then we talked about it when we saw that movie 
I don't know if we did the last John. I don't know if we commented on that. But so anyways, people asked it if we were going to kind of uh, review that. And I was like, there's no way. So you can see where this is going for me. There's no way I'm doing an entire episode on uh, the Rise of Skywalker. But we thought, well, we'll talk about it a little bit. I know you I know you had a lot more. Uh, I don't want to say in-depth thoughts on it, but I think you had a little bit more positive spin on on uh you know um i well first of all i have to say this every time that, that a new star wars movie comes out i mean even all the way back to um phantom menace like when i walked out of the theater i was like mark my words this will be up there with citizen kane this was one of the greatest movies of all time you know and i it, it's because i come out i have so much nostalgia and feelings when i'm in there i mean i'm like like Anakin went through the the pod race hurting one, you know. I mean, I'm just so emotional that when I come out, it's just like such a Star Wars high that it takes me a couple of days uh, to fully process everything, you know. And then after a, you know two, a couple of days, and you start to come down a little bit, and you go, "Huh, yeah, that Jar Jar was a little annoying." Now that you think about it, you know. <laughs> so. It just takes a minute for it. I mean, I just have to get over that rush, you know? And so um, this movie was the same way. Uh, I mean, when I came out, I was like, well, it was the best of the new trilogy. You know, I, I really felt that. And I thought, well, it wrapped up all this stuff. And then I just started going over some of the plot points and some of the things and um, picked it apart to the point where two days after that, I was like, this is a terrible movie. Like, why did this happen? Why were they doing this? You know, um, I will say that uh, I went and saw it with Mason on opening night. Morgan didn't have any interest uh, of going. And then uh, Susan was out of town. And so when she came home, she was like, well, I wanted to see it in the theater. And so she and I went back and there were a lot of things that I was confused about the first time around that made more sense after a second viewing. But I would say there were equally uh, the same amount of things or more that on the second viewing didn't seem to hold up as much. So I would say overall, uh, it wasn't a fact of did I like it or did I not like it? Or, you know, did I love it? I felt like it was like closure, like this, like, since you know i was four years old like star wars started and there was three movies and then they said there's going to be six there's going to be nine and then there's nine movies and this is the last one so i was like i'm done like i don't and i don't mean that by saying i'm done with star wars like i'm never doing anything star wars again it's not that I, i've been watching mandalorian i love oh, it yeah uh, but um but it's just that thing where like i don't feel like that obligation to be a super fan anymore you know what i mean i feel like i did my time like i served my time in the star wars army i was there at the beginning i was there at the end let's shake hands and walk away mm -hmm. you know that's kind of how i felt it about it so um i'll i'll say this i mean like i i i'm not a big fan i'm not a fan of this trilogy um my wife asked me because we've kind of made it a thing that uh since since uh force awakens came out but before that some of the harry potter movies that came out got my hogwarts shirt on here i'm a fan of <laughs> harry potter's the whole family is and we would go to uh, we wouldn't go to the opening but we would go to the movies with our friends um and their and their kid and it was like a big 
thing we would do for every movie, right? When it was come out, we'd go and see it. So we, we've seen all the, you know, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and then we went for Rise of Skywalker. And Nicole asked me in the morning, she said, so are you excited? And I said, I am. I'm, I am excited because I like to go to the movies with the family. I like going with Terry and Jason and Aiden, and I know we're going out to dinner afterwards. So I am excited, and I'm excited to be done with this yeah. trilogy. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Um, I, I have... I know you're not being super serious with that, but I know there are people that are like that where they feel like they did their, their duty as a Star Wars fan. I never felt that way. Like if, if I don't like it, I don't act as though I like it because it's Star Wars. Like I have to, it's a movie, right? It's a movie. So it doesn't really, it's not that big a deal, but it, it has been tradition with my family and friends to, to go see it. And I'm going to watch every Star Wars movie that comes out. I don't necessarily think I'm going to like them all and that's okay. Right? So, it was the same thing with this. Now, I will say this was probably going into uh, Rise of Skywalker. I probably knew the least about it of all of the other two. And even mm-hmm. even Rogue One and Solo. I mean, I, I kind of knew more about Solo, but um, and I, I will group that in this trilogy. Rogue One. Totally like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll touch on that if I didn't before in a minute of why I like that movie and what how they got to that movie or um but like i'm not trying to convince people not to like it i don't want people trying to convince me to like it like i work with a guy and we kind of go back and forth just you know friendly banter but it's like he's trying to convince me and, and i'm like dude you don't you don't have to do that like we can talk about what you like and why i don't like it but every mm-hmm. time i would say something that reason i don't like it or i didn't like this you know he's it's like come on you're taking that now you're taking that's too serious right like right it's yeah. not that big a deal um so yeah, not not a fan of it. There was, there there were quite a few things where I just like I you know rolled my eyes and go, oh, come on. Now, um, I want to ask you uh, how hard it was for you. Now you had seen it. I think we I think we waited a week maybe to see it. Something Ooh. something like that. Again, mm-hmm. look, I'm not I'm not a fan of the trilogy. So I'm not in a big hurry. I knew what it was gonna you know, but I actually watched the trailer. Excuse me. I think I watched the trailer about three days before it came out. Like I was like, I don't even want to know. I watched the trailer and I was like, okay, I want to, I want to dig it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you sent me a Voxer a day or two after three, a couple of days after, and you knew I hadn't seen it, but you sent me probably three, four, five, six Voxers, probably about 15 to 20 minutes worth of Voxers <laughs> yeah. talking about it. Mm-hmm. But not spoiling it. Now I will say you you had said one thing, and I and I'm like I'm gonna guess it. And you mm-hmm. never t- you never told me if I was correct or not. You never got back to me. But you're like, oh, I, I no, I intentionally didn't tell you. Okay, yeah. um, but I was right because you had told me. And okay, spoiler: anybody hasn't seen Rise of Skywalker. I mean, I, I find it hard to believe, but there's gonna be spoilers, I guess. You you're like okay, so. Um, now you've told me, I don't know if you mentioned it, like your your kids weren't super Star Wars fans growing up. Yeah, like, not really. Like my boys know more about Star Wars than I do. They know like they know a ton of stuff and they'll refresh my mind, right? But mm-hmm. you said you had gone with Mason and you're like, Yeah, there was a part towards the end, which was a, that's what kind of tied it all in for me. You said mm-hmm. where Mason looked at you at, at when something happened because people were clapping, I, I think you said. Mm-hmm. And you had said, you know, He's not a big Star Wars fan, so he didn't get it. But people like us will totally get the nod. And I and I go, 
I bet you Chewie gets a medal at the end of this movie, right? And uh, sure enough. I was amazed that you got it based off that, by the way. Yeah, it's, I swear, on everything, no spoilers. I didn't look it up. I just thought that's something they'll do. I will say I like the way they did it. It mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, please do not do it with some big fancy ceremony. I don't want it. I know that's always been a thing. It would be too on the nose if they did that. Yeah, the way they yeah. did it, the way that it was gone about, I liked it. I was, mm-hmm. I was okay with that. But you know, horses riding on spaceships, and <laughs> you know, Lando being the, the you know, it, it was, it, it reminded me when Lando came in at the end, like how, you know, in in the uh, in the trench run, right, mm-hmm. and Han comes out of nowhere and gets gets uh, Vader off of. Luke's tail, right, right. So it, it just kind of felt like just stuff like that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't. I did not like uh, Poe Dameron's little sexual tension with the what I like to call the Rocketeer slash right. uh, po- Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. You know, I just it, it, it's too much. Right. It's just right. too much for me. Uh, I thought, uh, boy, there, there's so much, and I know we don't want to spend too much time on it, you know, but just, I guess there were a lot of things, obviously they're going to drop little things in for people, you know, I mean, like the Chewy thing, like that's something that people have been, uh, you know, asking about since Star Wars, like, well, why didn't Chewy get a medal? Mm-hmm. So it's like this thing. So when they did that, like, if they do it subtly like that, then I was like, okay, that's interesting. Now, um... I'll tell you where I'm getting further and further uh, interested in in following Star Wars. And it is this thing where people on social media are attacking Star Wars. And they're like, um, what is uh, Rose? Uh, Rose Tico? Is that her name? The the Asian girl that was in the first one. Uh Uh-oh. Right, and that was in a lot of the second uh, movie, and then in the third one. Right after it came out, people go, well, I checked, and she's in there for 80 seconds, or whatever it was. But they were like, people are posting the actual number of seconds she was on screen, right? And so people are going in and saying, you know, first they were pushing this agenda, or they were were, um, saying they had to... uh, uh, you know, put a female lead and then they've come back and they've taken her. So the people, there were people that didn't like she was in there. Now there are people that don't like that. She's not in there. Um, but there's just so much like people's opinion uh, about it. And now you have JJ Abrams and um, the other guy, uh, gosh, I can't think of his name. He's the co-writer who are like going, you know, being doing interviews and these media things, and they're defending against what the people on social media are saying. This co-writer has come back and said, we had other scenes with Rose uh, because in, in Rise of the Skywalker, all the heroes show up, right? You've got Poe and Finn and, and, and Ray and everybody and Chewbacca, and they're like, hey, we're all going to go find this uh, Sith Wayfinder, and Ray's like, Nah, I'm going to stay here and read some books on Star Destroyers, which I thought was very strange. In the, I mean, even in the movie, I was like, "Really? Like she's not going with?" And but she literally says, "Like, no, I need to. I need to stay here and study," which is like a weird way to tell the audience that she's not going on the adventure, right? Um, but now this co-writer has come out and said, "Well, we wrote a bunch of stuff with her, 
and there were supposed to be scenes with her uh, and Leia back at the rebel base, but then the CGI didn't look right. right. Like they couldn't get the CGI. They didn't have the right, uh, you know, angles of, of footage or whatever. And so all that got cut out. And, but I just don't like that. Like, I think, I think you can watch Jaws and I think you can like Jaws or not like Jaws. Jaws is an amazing movie, but you know, and then you could get on uh, social media and you could go, well, in Jaws, I thought there should have been more of the shark. You know, whatever your opinion is. But then to have Steven Spielberg come back and go, well, here's why I didn't, you know, like I, it seems like it should be beneath them. Like I don't, J.J. Abrams coming back and talking or um, uh, John Boyega, the uh, uh, guy that played Finn, who is like on Twitter attacking people and defending Star Wars and maybe it's trolling, maybe it's whatever, but it's just that back and forth where I'm like, I don't think you should have a, you can have an opinion on a movie. I don't think you have a say in, in yeah. how, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think they should have to defend. They can make whatever movie they want to make. And then you go see it or you don't go see it. You know? Yeah. You know, look, we're, we're doing a podcast where we talk about movies and stuff like that. And th this is the platform for it. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, I'm not going on Twitter and passion again. If you like it, great. If you like what they call fan service or whatever, great. I, it's fine. I, I don't have to like every movie. It's not for me. Um, but yeah, that kind of stuff. And when people are, you know, yeah, there was, I, I had seen something where, where um, it was like being a, the film was being attacked or maybe not attacked star Wars in general, or just a comment of like, you know, finally uh female, strong female lead in star Wars and yada, yada, yada. And, and I, I didn't get into any kind of, a response or interaction, but in, but I'm thinking I was talking to my son about this, and I was like, you know, what does that what does that mean? Because to, to me, Leia was a very strong female character sure. in the original trilogy. She was, yeah, she was a princess. Now, you know, is this coming from people who really didn't watch them or, or pay attention, or they're just like, oh, of course, a princess, but. Yeah. But or maybe too young now. But but what but what yeah. But what made her such a strong character was it wasn't that she was a you know a princess using that power. It was that she was entrenched in this in this rebellion, mm -hmm. right? In something she believed in, and she wasn't the princess leader of the rebellion. She was very involved, right? Um, and she was able to take care of herself in situations in the movie. She could shoot a blaster. and I mean, Oh, all I, the way back to when they got out or, you know, right before they got in the trash dumpster, right? And, yeah, and yeah. she grabs the, the thing and starts shooting, you know? So, yeah, yeah exactly. or or when, when you've got, you know, stormtroopers um, that just invaded the her ship, right? What is it, the Tanty Four? Mm -hmm. Um you know, she's not like, oh, I'm sorry. She's like, no, there they are. Hurry up, take this damn thing and get out of here. You know, <laughs> right. so to me, it's just like, you know, I, I'm not going to get into it other than here. But it's like I found Leia to be a very strong character. I don't know because she's not yielding a lightsaber and doing all these stances and crazy, you know, fighting. Right. So, I mean, there was there was something else that uh, I wanted to bring up about it, but now I can't think but i feel like uh we're pretty close to doing an episode i know well <laughs> on, i want to mention on the rise thing. of skywalker uh this last trilogy of films something has changed i mean when i say something obviously again uh i'm going back to social media the internet web things like that um when i was a kid 
Uh, I remember I, I was uh, part of the Star Wars fan club. I know that might be hard to believe. And we got the um, the issues of Bantha Tracks, which was the Star Wars mm-hmm. fan club newsletter, right? And I remember like when they were working on Return of the Jedi and getting these things, and it would say like, they're doing something out in the desert. We can't really say what it is, folks, but uh, you know they're filming in the desert, so part's going to be in a desert. But it wasn't like they were, were saying... And by the way, there's going to be a Sarlacc pit and blah, 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 and Boba Fett will die. I mean, they didn't they didn't do that, you know. So I, starting with episode seven uh, and then going on, I think I told you, I, like with episode seven, there was a time where I was like, I have to get off the internet. I have to stop looking up Star Wars stuff because so much was getting spoiled. And I remember after I watched episode seven, uh, you remember that was when we went on that cruise. We were leaving for the cruise from yeah. uh, Hollywood. So we went to Hollywood. We were across the street from the Chinese uh, uh, theater. I mean, it was so cool. And I got back to the hotel that night and I typed in uh, Star Wars and Google autofilled and it said Han Solo dies. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't type Star Wars before we went, you know. Um, but this movie... I have had to, I mean, I have literally, I set up a thing on Google News to filter out the word Star Wars. I put an extension on my browser to filter. I mean, I've had to really, really work to not spoil this movie. And I don't know, I mean, we're just in this time now where people want to know everything before the movie and I don't want to. No, now I was watching a. Uh, I Let believe me, it was. A, is it, yeah, go ahead. Is it that everyone wants to know what's in the movie, or is it that because of the day and age we're in with the internet, that everybody wants to force everybody to know? They want to spoil. Everybody spoil wants to tell, it, right? Yeah, yeah they yeah, want yeah. to break the headline. You know, um, we were watching a football game, and they came in at halftime, and then they said, uh, "And now, blah blah through the NFL." Uh, we're sponsoring the trailer for Star Wars, and I had not seen any trailers for Episode Nine. I'd been avoiding it. And so it was like, I don't know, two or three weeks before uh, uh, the movie came out. So I thought I might as well watch this trailer. And so the trailer starts and you see Ray and you see all the people that we know. And I was like, okay. Uh, and then I saw the scene where they were obviously in the old emperor's throne room on the Death Star. Mm-hmm. And I went, huh, well, that's interesting. I mean, that's not a, a plot spoiler, right? And then at the end, there's the voiceover, and it's the Emperor. Yeah. And I was like, again, I mean, maybe that's maybe some people don't consider that a spoiler, but I was like, I didn't know the Emperor was coming back. I didn't know he was going to be in it. So then right off the bat, when you go into the movie, you're like, well, now you kind of, I don't know. I, I just, I, I miss those days where you could go in. Like, I remember going into... Um, uh, well, obviously, the, the early Star Wars are going to uh, Indiana Jones when I was a kid. And you didn't know anything. You were like, I'm going to an Indiana Jones movie. There will be doom in a temple. That's all we do, right? We just, you just knew it was somebody you liked and you went to go see it. And so, I don't know. It's just, uh, and, and and I think, again, when we when we go back to, like, what does this movie mean to me? Part of it means, like, I don't have to do that anymore. When there's a new Star Wars I'm not going to care about spoilers. I'm not going to care about watching. The, I mean, I will watch the trailer, but I'm not going to just like put all this effort into 
trying to be surprised in the theater and have that experience. So that it, it does almost feel like a, a weight off my shoulders, you know? Yeah, no, I, you know what? I didn't know anything about that. Like I said, I never watched, listened to anything. I, I stopped listening to star Wars podcasts um, after force awakens just because I, the ones that I listened to, I, I, I was like, is this genuine or is it not? I, I it was so, mm-hmm. and I was like, even if it is, let's not even question whether it was genuine their their uh, love of the the new trilogy. But when you don't like something, you don't want to listen to it weekly about something you don't like, right? Yeah, I at least I don't. So, yeah. um, but uh, yeah, I had heard people talking about it. Even I think my sons even mentioned like with the Emperor and someone else, and it was just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't phased. It didn't phase me that they would do that. I mean, God, yeah. they. Br- I mean, they brought. Darth Maul back in the in the Clone War, so you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, um, but you mentioned something um, when you mentioned Boba Fett. It kind of reminded me. Hmm. Um, I I feel like I, I I felt like that character. I don't even remember the name, but again, the Rocketeer slash Power Ranger. Oh I, yeah, I, yeah, I felt like you know almost like, and maybe that's what they did with Darth Maul as well. Was like they they knew they had some badass character and they're just like how can we recreate this again maybe so you know what i mean maybe like because everyone loved darth maul right he mm-hmm. looked really cool uh i was just talking about this with uh with a guy at work the other week like i'm not a huge prequels fan either i just i don't like the acting i think it's not that great and all the cgi that were you know i, I just love the originals you know um but i was like man that 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 scene when maul is just pacing waiting mm-hmm. for that shield and he's just like oh god that is a good scene oh my god and i was talking to nicole about it too and she's like oh really i'm like yes that was the best scene <laughs> i was... thought that was the best scene of the entire uh prequel trilogy I, yeah i did too because because he's like an animal you know yeah, what i mean yes he's just like, like pacing back and forth like you open this cage you are in trouble but i i will say um and then we've got to get to our our uh our our main <laughs> topic where it's just going to be a star wars episode um but um, when they brought back Maul, Darth Maul, uh, I was, well, I was literally, I was confused. And, and uh, you know, I had to look online and figure out why that was. But in this last movie, I kind of felt like um, death isn't that uh, serious or important anymore in Star Wars. Because every single person uh, that has died has died a few times now. And even if you're dead, you come back as a force ghost. Like, you know, there's plenty of Luke in this movie and he's dead. There's plenty of Carrie Fisher. She's dead in the movie and she's dead in real life. Um, (laughs) um, uh, You know, Kylo Ren dies. They bring him back to life. He dies again. Uh, Ray dies, but she comes back. I mean, it was like, you know, C-3PO, quote unquote, dies when they wipe his memory. So it just seemed like, eh. Yeah, that's not that big of a deal. I mean, literally, Darth Maul got cut in half and thrown down this thing. We saw the Emperor, you know, go down this giant weather, whatever it was, you know, they're all back. So it just doesn't seem like dying is that big of a deal in Star Wars anymore, which kind of takes the thing away. Like you go, oh, I don't want Han to die in episode seven. Oh, well, he's back in nine. I mean, as a memory, right? But it's still yeah. But it's I I understand completely what what you're saying with that, and I I totally agree. You know, uh, you got to have some finalization, I guess. If if not, like you said, what what does it really matter? And I and I guess um, <laughs> the uh, the the kiss after the resurrection, 
I was like, really? Yeah. Like, well, they, like, like you yeah. can be the biggest, I oh, see, I got to watch my mouth in this podcast. You can be the, the, <laughs> you can, you can be the biggest jerk in the universe, right? Mm -hmm. The most brutal person in the universe. But you know, as long as you give a smile and a little sultry Sweet. eyes, you get the right. girl. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, there were some arguments online that, um, um what is the argument i have to walk through the logic that um the so that anakin uh was anakin's father may have been the emperor that he may have not like uh physically been with uh what was her name shmi was that her name yeah yeah anakin's mom uh but that he may have you know uh impregnated her you know using the force, right? I mean, she says, oh, there was no father, right? Um, but technically, his father could have been. So it's almost back to the Luke and Leia kiss, almost. So if you if you figure out that, that the emperor technically is Rey's... Grandfather. Grandfather and Kylo Ren. Hmm, I don't know how it works would out. Be, but, uh, Kylo Ren, Leia, and, and Han's kid. So then right. that would mean Luke's... Yes. Because Matthew Luke is from Anakin. Anakin. Yeah. And also... Well, so is Leia. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just feel weird. It's some <laughs> it's a, it's some ancestral stuff gonna, as well. I'm gonna need a family tree to work it out. They're pretty out. freaky out, out there in yeah. spaces. I in think space well, I think that's what we're getting to. <laughs> So uh you had some other some other things going on. Yeah, we wow, I gotta say, and I'm not complaining. Actually it was kinda I had said like I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but you know, even though we weren't really praising it, uh, I'm glad we got that off our chest. I just um uh one of the things that I uh not to get sappy, but that I value about uh, uh my friendship with you is that like you can say I liked it or I didn't like it, I could say I liked it or didn't like it, and we could talk about it without I mean, like getting on, you know, Twitter and in and, and two minutes, people are yelling at each other or you're stupid or this or that. So um, I, I feel like maybe the old, maybe the old guard, you know, the old school of Star Wars yeah. fans are like that, where they can still discuss. I love you, man. Well, look, I mean, look, when you're friends, you can like a Star Wars movie and, dis you know, not like it, disagree about it. And one might like Ikea meatballs and the other one might think you're crazy. <laughs> but at the end of the day. We're still buddies. Not, um, it's not just like IKEA meatballs, but uh, so on New Year's Eve, uh, so the, as you can see, uh, for those of you that are watching the video, there's nothing in this room, and uh, there's just some leftover furniture, and so this room is about to become my office when uh, the shop is finished in the backyard, and that's what what uh, I wanted to talk about. So. Uh, to prepare for that, I looked online and I talked to, there's some other uh, gamers and people that have collectibles. And a lot of people recommended these Billy bookshelves that are available from Ikea. And so um, I looked them up and they, they're pretty tall and then they sell an extension that goes on top that makes them even taller. And I found this website where this lady basically uh, used some some extra trim and, and join them together. So she used three or four bookshelves and made it look like one giant uh, built in. I mean, it looked really nice. So I thought that's what I'm going to do. And so um, the nearest Ikea to my house is 210 miles away. 
Uh, it's in Frisco, Texas, just uh, north of uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. And we looked up uh, delivery, and delivery was $45. To order these these sets of bookshelves and have them delivered is $45. For the, for the total? The total, of, right. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, I did the math, and it was literally within, I mean, literally within a dollar, the same price if I just went to go get them. Okay, so now add the meatballs. <laughs> now, here's the thing. My family has only been to Ikea <laughs> twice. We've only been. So it, it's, uh, uh, I think you and I have talked about this too. Like there, there are fast food places where, like when we used, when I was a kid, if we ever went to Texas, there we would see Jack in the Box. And we didn't have Jack in the Box here. And we were like, oh God, I have to eat at Jack in the Box. And Jack in the Box has you know, normal fast food, burgers, fries, whatever. And then they also have these tacos that, have you ever had Jack in the Box tacos? No, no Jack in the Box here. They used to be two for a dollar. They may have gone up slightly. Is, and, is Jack in the Box the one that the the um, the mascot is like a, a clown <laughs> head type thing? Yeah, the big round like ping pong giant ball. Yeah, yeah. okay. Because Jack in the Box, yeah. I had one on my car about 23 years ago before oh, I got my job. Nicole was a, she was a flight attendant in Houston. Mm, so okay. she brought it home and she's like, all right, put it on your antenna. I'm like, all right. Yeah. They, uh, uh, a long time ago, like for their kids meals, they have these little bendy Jack in the box guys. And there was one where he was like a corporate guy and had a laptop. So I <laughs> got one of those. Um, but yeah, so we would go to their tacos, uh, I, there's no way to explain how bad they are, but it's almost like a white castle. It's like kind of the fun is how terrible it is, you know? Um, so for years, if you went to Texas, we we're like, we've got to stop. We've got to get Jack in the box. Well, finally they built one here and we went like twice and then we were like, all right, well got that out of our system. You know I mean? Once we had it, it wasn't special. So I guess that was kind of the, the Ikea uh, draw. We were like, Hey, well, We'll go to Ikea, and then we'll go in. We're going to eat the meatballs. We stopped at a couple other places in Texas. Uh, they have our Fry's Electronics, which uh, is a giant uh, um, electronics store, but it's more than just – it's not just like Best Buy where they would have TVs and computers and stuff. They also have, like, electronic components and, and drones. I mean, just all kinds of – and Raspberry Pi stuff. I mean, just – uh and it's gigantic so we we stopped there so yeah we had a good little trip i didn't save a dime by going and picking them up but you know we just kind of made a road trip out of it just mm -hmm. something to do to uh go do it we did have our um swedish meatballs and uh they were uh about as terrible as i remember them being from <laughs> the time before well all right so why did you uh i know you want to talk about uh your project you've got going on. I'm sure anybody that follows you on Instagram or Facebook, they've, they've seen you post and talk about, uh, because you just, you recently moved, uh, within the year. And so, you know, you, uh, you need to have a little space or a little Rob space. Yeah. So, so here, here's the, the long and short of it is, uh, we downsized, or as my wife says, we right sized when we moved to this house, the old house was, uh, way too big for us. It, we, we overbought, and it wasn't a matter of paying too much because we just got an amazing deal. It was a house that had been empty for almost two years and they were, they were, the bank had taken it when they were just trying to dump it. So uh, it wasn't a matter of, of spending too much that way. It was a matter of just 
trying to manage a house that size, you know, having um, $500 electric bills from having the, the air conditioner trying to heat, you know, or cool down 4,200 square foot in, in the middle of the summer. It was just too much, you know. So, so we moved uh, to this house and uh, I mean, it, it, it's still a nice house. It's just not gigantic like, like that house was, you know, but uh, some of the space that I had over at that house, we ended up losing. Like uh, it turns out not everybody has a spare bedroom that they can use for their Star Wars collection. They don't. <laughs> Which is what I was doing over there. And so, you know, we, I mean, there's, there's bedrooms here and there's this room and, and uh, uh, you know, like a bonus room, but Kind of, so the the idea was when we move here, uh, the yard over here is much larger too. It's uh, about three fourths of an acre. It's a little bigger than three fourths of an acre. And so I wanted to build uh, a workshop. And when I say build, I mean I wanted to pay somebody to build a workshop. Like I'm not out there with a hammer. I'm not doing any part of it. But um, uh, so we did some research. We found a, a local guy, and when I say local, he lives. Uh, in our old neighborhood. I mean, he lives, you know, a quarter mile from me and he builds metal buildings. Uh, but because of uh, where we're at with the uh, homeowners and stuff, it has to ultimately look like my house now. So it has to be bricked and has to have a, a you know, tall roof with shingles and everything. So it, it literally looks like a miniature version of my house. And it's, so they're uh, 80% done. At this point, like most of the, the outside's all done. They're working on the inside right now. And it's uh, 1,200 square foot, which uh, is bigger than my first house. It's bigger than the house Susan grew up in. I mean, it's really, uh, I, I love tiny house mm-hmm. programs. And I think, wow, that's like six tiny houses. <laughs> there, you know. And so it is a, a large uh, workshop. And it is divided into three separate rooms. So the first room is going to literally be a three-car garage. That's the front half of the building. Uh, And I'm going to move tools and stuff out there. So I want to talk about that. And then the second part is a 20 by 20 room that's going to be a home theater. It's going to be a movie room where I could go out there and watch movies and, and, uh, you know, turn up the volume and watch stuff late at night. Maybe there will be a little podcast uh, center in the corner over there. That's kind of uh, part of the plan. And then the third part is the outside the the movie room is a 10-foot by 20-foot section that we are calling the movie room lobby. And uh, I've got some different ideas of what I want to put in there, and I want to get some ideas from you. So that's kind of the idea. The, the I mean, the building's up. They're doing the internal framing right now. The the um, uh, they've got all the two by fours like for the framing. They're getting ready to start sheetrocking. So all that stuff is done. Uh, but as I go out there and walk through it, I, I, it's like it just makes memories. Memories just flood through me. And and the first part that I wanted to talk to you about was the um, the workshop area. So um, I wanted to ask you what was your dad's garage like when you were growing up and and i i want to like did were you allowed to use tools what tools i mean what do you remember were there things you couldn't touch is there any, like just tell me about the garage in your house growing up uh, honestly see my father was not a handy guy 
and I don't think he I don't think he really bought any of his own tools. I everything he got were all hand me downs mm -hmm. and okay. And so um you know, I I've talked in the past about, you know, I would take my matchbox cars and I'd go in the shed and, and get like a Dixie cup of, of gasoline and I'd get the Ohio blue tips. And then I, I would, I would get my, my father had, uh, this, this old ball peen hammer. I, mean, uh -huh. I don't know if he thought it was a nail. I don't know, but it worked good on a matchbox car. Yeah. Um, but then it, it was like a really weird setup. Now my house, my original house as a kid that I grew up in was, it was what they call a Sears kit house it okay was, yeah, okay was, um, i've heard of them yeah yeah so there was no basement there was it was just a crawl space which oof, i went under there with my father once not being a handy guy he had to do a little bit of plumbing so i wanted to follow him under there one time and man i that's why when we bought our first house i was like it's gotta have a basement like i'm not crawling under to do plumbing and stuff like that in the dirt with all the spider webs and all that crap right so right. but um the house had a garage originally and it was kind of set back and somebody in between the original and then my father buying a house, they put an addition in the front. So the garage ended up coming to the front of the house and it was, it was just a weird setup. It was like flat. And so it was like you had a garage door in the middle of the garage. It was the weirdest thing, but it was full. I mean, it was full of bikes hockey yeah. hockey sticks um you know baseball bats wiffle ball bats it's just stuff like that hanging off the wall fishing stuff there was anything like like i said he wasn't really a handy guy his thing my father's thing was cutting the lawn like he okay. and we had a shed in the back and there was a lawnmower back there and then he had a little sweeper he would push that would so basically he like cut the lawn like three times you know he like he would cut it one way then cut it another way then he would take the okay. sweeper and it would sweep it up and uh but yeah there wasn't but i will tell you that garage it had four window panes in the front door of the garage the main door mm -hmm. by the time we moved they were all plexiglass because <laughs> we would my brother and i would kind of shoot the hockey puck one would get in front of the garage door right and try to block the hockey puck which we usually was actually usually like a tennis ball right um and uh you know if you do a wrist shot and you lift it <laughs> and the goalie don't get it it's going through that glass and i a tennis ball will huh. oh i i can't tell you the feeling with my father he worked two jobs he wasn't wanting to mess around with putting glass windows in man and that was that was always scary when it happened. It was just that thing as a kid where you just kind of sit there and stare at each other. And it's like, what are you going to do? You're right. Gonna it's do already happened. Yeah. 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 So not a lot of tools to, uh, not a lot of tools to mess around with, you know? My dad was a, um, in his teens, uh, was a car guy. Uh, he always worked on cars and stuff. And so uh, when I was a kid and younger, we always had, three or sometimes four cars like there would be dad's car mom's car and then dad's toy right like whatever he was working on or rebuilding or something uh, and we had in the, the up against the side of our garage and I, I can't remember honestly if we talked about this on on voxer or if we talked about it on a show but we had a, a deep freeze like a giant freezer like a chest freezer Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what we had talked about, you and I talked about one time was um, that we had a day old, is that what's like a day old bread store? The uh, the hostess 
Yeah, the whole yeah, the hostess store. Right. Mm-hmm. And so my mom and grandma, I would go with them and they would load up on uh bread, like the day old bread and um uh Twinkies and <laughs> ding dongs and stuff like that, and that would all be in the chest freezer. And I think we probably got it around the time um Sam's Club opened. We just literally like within the, the past two months we just got our first Costco here. But we always had Sam's Club. And so my mom would go and be like, all right, here's, you know, 20 frozen pizzas, those little cheap red baron frozen pizzas. And they would always be those at frozen burritos. So after school, they're so uh, good though. Oh man. I love them. Um, but, uh, my dad, uh, rebuilt an engine for his, uh, Chevy blazer. And there's this color that's on the, uh, they call it Chevy orange. And a lot of the engine parts, I guess, are that color. And so he painted, he would put newspaper down, but it never, you know, fully covers everything, but he would put it on top of that freezer and then paint it, you know? And so there was always like, like, I mean, the whole time we had that freezer, there was always like orange and black spray paint lines, <laughs> right. like over spray on the top of it, you know, where he had um, used it for a painting thing. Um, I, I remember um, my dad had all these socket wrenches, you know, and, uh, like I remember when I I would get my bike or even uh, maybe maybe a skateboard. I definitely but like my first bike, and we would play garage like mm-hmm. we were kids. We would play garage, and I remember coming in there and you would get your socket on that thing and you would just hold it on something like over like like that the tire valve stem and you'd go and do the little socket even though you weren't really doing anything you know but you're just pretending like you were doing that. Um, uh, yeah, my dad had uh, quite a quite a few tools, but I don't think I, I mostly use. I, there's one thing I remember he had a um, like a, a grinder, I guess that would that was like mounted to his bench, and and the side it had like the big wire steel brush uh, attachment or something. So it was just like this really hard, uh, and he would turn it on, and it, I mean it would go super fast, and he would grind stuff down with it, and and it was like. I think it was belt driven or something and it would screech. I just remember being terrified of that thing. Like, you know, it's just spinning and there's sparks <laughs> and it's screeching and you're just like, like, I just remember being so afraid of that, uh, of that thing. And then he had a, um, an air compressor, this little air compressor that was so loud and it would, it had a little tank that would store, you know, the air. So it would go burr and fill up with air and you would air up, we would air up our, basketball or whatever or air up uh, tires on our bikes and then when you were done you turn it off you had to pull that little ring yep and it would just be like oh, so loud you'd be like how can you hold your <coughs> excuse me like plug your ear with one hand and bury your other ear in your shoulder and then try to do it and then run away when you pulled it you know because it would be so loud <laughs> I, I actually just bought one and oh, uh, when, yeah. when I finished the basement and it was like, holy crap, this thing is, <clears throat> it, it is, uh, yeah. When you have to really like let all the air out at the end of the night mm-hmm. and drain it and everything, the cat goes, <laughs> the cat would go f- running and screeching and everything. So my, uh, my air compressor, I have an air compressor now and it came with this little thing of oil Yep, and it was like, 
don't forget, um, you know, you need to put the oil and do this or that. And I was like, okay. And I've had that compressor for probably 10 years and I've never put oil in anything. So uh, at some point it's going to die. So when we're done with this show, you need to vox me and tell me where I'm supposed to put the oil. Okay. Well, <laughs> usually like the compressor, you know, it's an oil free compressor, but like you'll put the oil in your tool. Oh, okay. Well, I can tell you that I have uh, about 72 attachments for my air compressor. And uh, here are the ones I use. Uh, number one, air up tires. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, I bought one that looks like a gun, but it's just like a, um, it just sprays air. And so I push leaves around with it in my garage to try to get them outside, but it never works. So I end up sweeping them up anyway. Yep. Um, and uh, then probably 70 that I've never used. Oh, wait, not, well, I would say a subset of the air up thing is the air up thing with the little needle so you can air up uh, basketballs and stuff like that. Yeah. Do we, do we talk? I think we did. And when you mentioned this morning, you're, we were talking and you were talking about the, the chest freezers. And I'm like, I think we talked about those. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm going to hold back on that just because I'm, I'd just be reiterating what I said before, but nothing like a frozen Twinkie or Ho-Ho. Oh, man, that was so good. And uh, I'm sure I mentioned it when we talked about it, but I worked at Grandy's, uh, and, and Grandy's was a um, southern fast food type place, but everything was made fresh every day. So whatever was left at the end of the night, they would let you take it home because they were just going to throw it away. They really didn't care. Right. And so literally, like at night, I would bring home four or five dozen dinner rolls and sometimes four or five dozen cinnamon rolls. I mean, the big giant, you know, giant cinnamon rolls. And to the point where I filled our freezer, like after I quit, we had cinnamon rolls and dinner rolls for six months. Like we had so many of them. And uh, I, it was the saddest day that last day you went out there to the freezer and there was just one thing of cinnamon rolls. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, Oh, that freezer smelled so good inside. Oh, <laughs> Did you ever? I, we've never. I've never asked you this question. Did you ever like scrape the little frozen snow stuff off the inside of the <laughs> the freezer? Like eat that little stuff. Maybe that's why. No. Maybe that's why I'm so afraid people are pooping in my cups. <laughs> I have weird, weird thoughts about food and drinks. You never ate that stuff. No. Oh god, I would scrape that stuff off. That no. Good. No. So. uh <laughs> So so let's uh, let's move indoors, and, right? And uh, we'll we'll talk about. Uh, we should probably go to the lobby first, don't you think? I think the, the the movie room should be the the grand finale. We could talk about. Yeah, uh, I I probably have more to say about the lobby than the um, movie room. So when we started, like I I told Susan, like I want to have an area outside the movie room where. Uh, I can put stuff on display. I can put things. I can put a couple of arcade games uh, and, and put some, some machines back there. And I was trying to explain to her what I wanted the decor to look like. And um, <clears throat> she, you know, I would say something and, and she kept uh, saying, like she was hung up on like 50s diner. She was like, you mean like a 50s diner? And I was like, no, I don't. I don't want the chrome stuff. I don't want the black and white tile, you know. Um, 
And, and we were trying to find a, a phrase that would summarize. And finally, I was like, 1980s skating rink. That's what I want. I want that, you know, that gray, like industrial kind of carpet. <laughs> you know, I yep. want neon. I want those kind of like, I don't want it to be too much like pink and turquoise, like that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be over the top. It doesn't, it, you don't, so you don't want it to be like over the top. This is what the eighties was, but we're doing it now. Right. Like when you see right. something. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. But kind of a tribute, you know, I, I guess to that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so um, right now, this is the idea for the lobby on, on one side. Uh, there's going to be two arcade games. Um, there are two different televisions that I want to talk about. Uh, there's going to be a snack bar of some sort, which I also want to talk about. And then on the other side, I want to have a seating area. I'm not really sure what else. And so, so I kind of want to, you know, pick your brain and like, you know, what, what do you think? I mean, it doesn't have to be like official, like only things that would be in a, a lobby. I'm just kind of calling it that, you know? Um, <clears throat> but, but let me tell you about these uh, two TVs. I have two different TVs that I've set aside for this. Um, one is going to be mounted uh, horizontally, just like a normal television. The other one is going to be by the door going into the, the theater and it's going to be mounted vertically. Um, so the horizontal one, I have been downloading and saving and building all these lists of different types of, of things. Um, and I, I'm, I'm building this kind of menu. So I'm, I want to run it off a of Raspberry Pi. But when it boots up, there'll be some different choices. One will be like Saturday morning cartoons. That's a choice. Um, What are some of the other ones I thought about? Um, uh, I've got one for, uh, that has like movie trailers, Mm -hmm. things like that. That might be one. I I downloaded a whole bunch of things that are like the things that they used to show like at drive-ins or Let's yeah. all go to the lobby. That's, that that's on there. Yeah, all those like come to the snack bar, get a hot pizza, you know, all that. So <clears throat> I just kind of want it to be like a, a randomized list of things. So it's not really intended for anybody to stay there too long. Right. You know, and watch something, but just like hey, you come in and that's kind of playing maybe over by the arcade, you know, machines or whatever. Now, the other TV is um, it, it's the one that's going to be mounted uh, vertically. And I've already built... I wrote a script that does all this. I downloaded, I found through just different websites and, and uh, I mean, I found like a torrent. I found different, all these different places. I downloaded thousands, thousands, literally of movie posters mm. and they're like high quality. You know? So um, I used to have at the old house and they're, they're in storage right now. Um, these Star Wars posters, right, of all the first six movies. And I had them framed, and I thought they were really cool. So uh, I went to a, a, a theater, and I, I saw they had, like, the little black box, you know, that they used to have outside with a movie poster in there, and then the box opens up, and you can replace the poster easily, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, that's kind of what I want. I want to buy some movie posters and have them where I can change them out. So I looked up one of those frames and I looked up uh, a couple of different movie posters for authentic movie posters. I mean, some of them started a hundred dollars. They 
Right. And then this frame was like 200 and something, you know, for, for a, a box frame where you could put stuff in there. I was like, I had no idea it was going to be that expensive. Well, I looked at roughly the size of a movie poster and it's the dimensions of a movie poster are basically the same as a 46 inch TV. I went online and I found a 46 inch TV for 199 bucks. So I got the TV, I got all these movie posters, I got a Raspberry Pi. And so the way that it works is it, it streams the pictures off of uh, my server, but depending on what I hit, like one, two, three, or whatever, when it boots up, I have one folder that's just Rob's favorite movies. So like my top 100 favorite mm -hmm. movies. I got one that's uh, only horror movies. And then I have one that's just everything. Uh, and so when it boots up, you just hit one, two, or three, and then it, it loads the pictures from that directory and then it changes and, and you can set the time in the script. Like uh, for testing, I have it change once a minute, but I really want it to be longer than that. I want it to be like 10 minutes or something, or maybe even longer so that when you walk in, people go, Oh, it's just a poster in a frame. Right. And like, I don't want it to be like, like a slideshow where it's just going, going, going. I just want it to look like a poster. And then later on, you might be like, Hey, wasn't that a different poster? Mm -hmm. Like that, that kind of thing, you know, but so that's, kind of the idea of the lobby i don't i have a lot of free space on the side and i i don't really have any ideas for decorations i don't have any ideas so that that's it and and i'm just kind of curious like what you thought and if you had ideas or what you would do i i think I, and i know you like to collect things and you you i'm sure this is something you could find even if they're you're not getting it done yourself but you know uh, there was a there's a movie theater that just closed down here um over the summer and uh, it was like we called the cheap theater, right? You know, movie, they, they get the movie like two weeks after it was out or a week after, whatever. Right. But, but I loved it there. It's been there since I was a kid. They'd have an Asteroids machine in there. They had, uh, uh, what else they had? Uh, Asteroids, Miss Pac-Man. But, mm -hmm. you know, obviously they had the popcorn station and all that. But they had all those old pictures signed by actors i think uh, i think if you oh, I'm, I'm sure living or dead you could find just probably about any actor online somewhere to to buy them from maybe and like you could mm -hmm. just like you know pick some of your favorite 80s movies but you know maybe you throw some star wars actors in there throw some ghostbusters and you know mix and match you don't have to it which see that's where it's hard for you is like you'd be like oh, i gotta have every uh, the whole cast of star wars yeah, Empire, and Jedi. that's a good idea you gotta rent and you know what you know how cheap i am like i would totally like go to the dollar tree and buy some frames and then i'll go online and find the pictures and print them out yeah and then i'm just gonna fake sign them <laughs> you, i'll just write you, board. <laughs> you probably could find him already signing you just down you know probably, yeah. do like a you know clip thing and just capture it so i think that would be cool but you don't want to do too much so you know try to do you know try to get like maybe 10 or 12 of who you would like to see on there from different movies right maybe pick 10 or 12 movies you like that are your favorites mm -hmm. and then get one or two people and then narrow it down from there you don't want to overdo it um I, I, that's one thing that Susan has warned me about is that, you know, I am uh, like, I'm still working on that book. That's called the collector of collections. Like mm -hmm. I, you remember what the room looked like at the other place. I mean, it was floor to ceiling shelves. Look like a store. Right. You don't right. want it and to I, look like a store. No, no. I want it to look like a lobby so that's, where that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's going to be hard for you, but you got to narrow it down to 10 mm -hmm. or 12, maybe this. And that's depending on where you're going to put them and how you're going to, you know, the size of the wall. 
you know, it is a 10 by 20, you said. Mm-hmm. So you can spread them out. But I, I think another thing is if you could fit it, one arcade game. If you, I don't know what you have left, and not a multicade, because like mm-hmm. you said, this isn't meant to spend a lot of time there. So you can be like, oh, I like when I go to Rob's, he's got, you know, Miss Pac-Man, or he's got, you know, whatever. One game, if you have, I don't know if, do you have, still have, I know you have one that was in the house that was a multicade, but. Right, yeah, I don't have any dedicated ones anymore, but I mean, they're, they're of course around, you know, and then there's those new, like the one-up. You know, type machines and stuff. So nah, so, nah. I, I, yeah, they're a little scaled down. Is the only problem. Yeah, I think one arcade game. If you know, obviously that's a higher end, you know, ticket thing to to put mm-hmm. in there. But mm-hmm. I, I like the idea, like the actor signatures. And um, are you gonna have a popcorn machine? Did you say? Yeah, you know, right now I just I, had, I have like a, a small like a a hot air one, you know yeah. what I mean? That's, um, and it looks like a, one of those popcorn stand ones. They have them at Sam's. I mean, I think they have one that's like maybe 300 bucks and it's, you know, a big giant one, but I'm, I'm just bad at um, spatial, like how much uh, space things are going to take up on the floor. Well, they, so you know what's the cool? walls are done, yeah, I can, what's that? Well, what's cool now is one, the iPhone has like, and you have an iPhone like I do, it has an app where you can kind of take a picture and figure that kind of stuff out. But mm-hmm. there's this, there's also this thing that was invented that was called a tape measure. And so you you measure your square footage of your floor um, and your wall space because you're not going to have doorways, and then you measure the popcorn machine. It's just that visualizing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I remember when I told Susan at the beginning, I was like, uh, you know, okay, I want to have – on one side, I want to have a sectional so people could sit, you know, and I want to have a TV for playing old video games. And I want to, and Susan's like, is this for the whole building? I was like, no, it's in the 10 by 20 room. And, you know, she was like, no, man, yeah, it's, and it's not all going to fit. I, exactly. I think Susan and I are on the same page with that. It's like, you can't, we got to, we got to rein you in because you'll want, <laughs> you'll want, you don't want too much. You want to be able to, you know, enjoy what you have there. And that's not, the main focus when people come there it that's just right. w- that's waiting for the next feature you know there's people in there watching a movie you got to wait 20 minutes you you know you could watch look at some posters and look at stuff and uh then it's time for the movie you know what would go in there is a count chocula skateboard hmm. <laughs> it could so the doors open we're running kind of long so we're gonna get to the yeah. to the end here and i'm sure we will talk about this again uh, when we record next. But uh, you open the doors. You're in the theater room. What is the What's the first movie that that like you? Or let me ask you this: So when you when it's all said and done, mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll goof off and watch. You know, and, and all done with them. But also when you're done, you have your chairs, you have your everything like set up. What is, are you going to have like a bunch of people over to, to kind of have a christening of, of this place? And if so, what will be the main feature? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, I, I told Susan, I was like, here's, I want to have a lobby that has seating and there's cartoons showing while people are waiting. There's, uh, you know, I have five theater chairs ready to go out in the theater. Plus I want to put like a second tier of seating behind that with maybe a couch or a, a tall back, you know, a tall table, some tall back chairs and all that. And then Susan said, you know, you don't have any friends. 
(laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. Look, that's not true. I've got like at least like probably two people that would come over. Um, so that is kind of the, the funny part about all this is that, I mean, I, if I were to have a, a um, <clears throat> grand opening or whatever you want to call it, I mean, I might have four or five friends that came over. You know what I mean? Um, uh, that would come and watch a movie or something like that. But on any given night or you know what I mean? Like even on a weekend, like if I got one or two people to come over, it would be it would be a pretty big deal, you know? So all this talk about having, you know, eight seats in the movie room and, and all this seating out in there, it's all kind of, uh, overkill, but well, yeah, um, but I mean, think about, it. I mean, you know, you have kids and I, I know there's college coming up, but they're going to be at home in the, in the summer and, and Morgan's still going to be there. I mean, that's a cool place to, to hang out, you know, especially when I know there, there's times where I'd be like, I wish I had a outside place for put the kids to hang out you know there's yeah and that is the thing you know as someday susan wants to have a pool in the backyard and so it's kind of like the way it's arranged it's kind of l-shaped to our house so it's all going to be paved so you know the pool could go in this area so you could be out there if kids are in the pool and or they could go in there to, to change you know clothes or whatever um i don't there there won't be any facilities there's no bathroom in the building uh, because the, the cost was just uh, uh, it was like going to be $25,000. Rob. Uh, yeah. Yes. You've got C3PO cups that put out there. That's all you need. <laughs> I told Susan I would get them. They had these, uh, when we were at Lowe's, they had the biohazard yeah. bucket, you know, I was like, that's, that's all I need, you know? Um, so <clears throat> the first movie, I mean, gosh, it's hard not to say Star Wars, right? Like, it's hard not to say you come over and that's the first movie you put on. The problem is, number one, everybody has seen it a million times. I mean, all my friends, for sure, have seen it lots and lots of times. So it would be hard to get people to focus on a movie. But then again, maybe that's not the point. Maybe, you know, you've got food and you've got stuff and you just have a movie on and it's not critical that, that people are following. Yeah. That. Everyone's just kind of checking everything out, but yeah, but I have been, I got to say, like I've been going through some older movies and even some newer movies and looking for like, okay, here's a movie with, you know, a couple of good car chases, or this is, has a lot of flying, like independence day. You know, I was like, Oh yeah, there's all those flying scenes and stuff like that. So I don't know. I'm tr- I'm trying to build a list of like, uh, this, this was my, my, um, the grand opening idea is I was gonna write a very basic, uh, like not like a text adventure, not like an old text adventure, but like, like on a web page, like read this and then click a or click B and not make it that, that difficult. Right. But like 10, maybe 10 choices, like, uh-huh. you know, you get to this blah, blah, blah. And, and so, and they would all be obvious choices because it would be for my friends. Right. And so you would click and you would follow the choices. And then at the end, it would be like, you have arrived at this movie theater. And then there would be a picture of a, uh, of a ticket. And it would say, print this out and come to Rob's house on 7 p.m. on Friday for the grand opening and you've received your magic ticket or whatever. And so Susan was like, okay, number one, you are not Willy Wonka. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nobody gives a crap about your dumb golden ticket. She was like, I wouldn't click on three things. I'm like, you are no fun. 
She was like, I would go through. She goes, you're not going to have anybody here unless you call them and be like, you know, she's like, who's going to print out a ticket? I'm like, I don't think you're really in the spirit of the thing. <laughs> but that was my original idea was have almost not really a, um, uh, I don't want to make it sound like a treasure hunt because it would be really easy to get. Like my idea is not to stump everybody and have not, you know, no everybody one's there. get through, you know, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I did, I did actually think about, you know, in the lobby where I was going to put some chairs, maybe I put a couch instead because there's always the possibility some comes, somebody comes over for a movie, has a couple too many drinks and wants to crash out there on the couch instead of <laughs> drive home or something. So yeah. I don't know. Have to, poop in old c3po <laughs> well it sounds it sounds great i i can't wait to see the finished pictures i can't wait till you have like the theater room all set up and hopefully uh maybe you'll buy a gimbal and do a little walkthrough video i don't want some bouncy crap <laughs> i need to get a gimbal for my new i don't really want to talk about this but okay uh i bought a new iphone yep and um all i'm gonna say about it is this number one uh, I had to buy a new phone because my old phone is at the point where it's no longer updating. So uh, it was either buy a new iPhone or buy some other kind of phone. Yeah. Right? But, but the one I had was dead. So uh, I went back and forth and I decided, oh, you know, I've got chargers. I've got iPhone chargers. I've got all the adapters. Just stick with iPhone. So that's what I did. Number two, the price of a new iPhone. I am so nervous. You can't see it. But I have it sitting on a pillow, like a royal pillow next to me um, with little lasers around it in case anybody should try to actually touch the phone. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Uh, and, and everything on it says, you know, break resistant glass and aluminum. I, it doesn't do matter. You, uh, do, do you use a case? I, I, on the last phone I had, I had an OtterBox case which almost felt like a Nerf phone, right? It, I mean, it was so big. But when I took it off, it was broken in three places from me dropping it. I, I, I'm the worst at using it in the phone, I mean, in the car, and then I set it on my lap, and then I forget. And then when we get out at a restaurant, I open the door and I get out and it goes, woo, flying out the door. So I've done that multiple times. So I did put a case on this one. It's a pretty slim case, and I have a tough time believing it would prevent too much damage, but I was like, something's better than nothing. I, more. It's just to keep it from getting scuffed up. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, I, I, well, I don't, I don't like having the case. I mean, all the phones, mm -hmm. a lot of the phones now they're just, they're nice and sleek, you know, but it's like, you know, I've got this iPhone, my old iPhone SE right here, OtterBox, even though it's just a spare now, um, and then I've, I've got the XR, I, I gotta get an OtterBox case. I've had the best luck with them. I've had cheaper ones. I've had ones that are like knockoffs and they just, I've, I've had issues with them, but it's mm -hmm. funny too. I know, I know we have listeners that have, uh, stuck with me over the years in my, in my podcasting ventures. I mean, I started off doing a, as a co-host, I started off as a guest, multiple time guest, and then you know, invited to be a co-host on Android App Addicts. Uh, God, I don't even know, seven, eight years ago, a long time ago. That's yeah, how I started, you know, that's how I started podcasting. And so I know that I still, I, I know we still have uh, listeners that have followed since then because uh, they like retro stuff and computers and games. And I know they cringe probably when I, when I say iPhone, but you know, I'm, it's kind of like Star Wars now. It's like, 
I don't feel like I have to be loyal to Android. It's like I mm-hmm. got an iPhone at the time because I wanted a powerful and small phone, which was what the SE was. I wanted it small for my running. And, you know, once you get into that kind of infrastructure and you're used to it, when I got, you know, I had an iPhone 7 and then that broke. So I, I got the XR. I'm just, I'm used to it. You know, you, right, you kinda, yeah. I'm, I'm past those days where I want to hack my phone. Uh, I love doing it when I did. I had a lot of fun with it in the podcast, but. Well, I, you know, the, the one reason why I was looking at Android, uh, honestly, is because uh, there's always that argument about being able to put in an SD card and have external storage, you know, but there were two things really that convinced me. One was the middle iPhone 11, the one that I got has 256 gigs. So mm-hmm. uh, it's nowhere, near, I mean, I have a lot, a lot, a lot of free space. And the other thing is uh, that so much of my stuff goes to the cloud now. Like yeah. the photos you take go to the cloud and and um, I do a lot of music streaming and stuff. So I just didn't need that much space, you know. So, yeah. And and that's that, and that stuff you can do with, you know, Android phones too as far as like mm-hmm. the cloud storage mm-hmm. and everything. But you're right. I mean, I, I think I pay a dollar a month. I get extra storage and it's easy. Right. It's on my computer. It syncs everywhere around. Then I use SyncToy, the old Microsoft program, <laughs> right, to, right. To, to copy that to an external hard drive just in case because a lot of it's, you know, pictures of my family and stuff and right. and i'll tell you that was the hard thing for me my sd was 64 gigs and every once in a while i get close this is 128 I, i'm I'm totally fine but you know my wife bought a her last phone or her phone now it's a note it's an older note she doesn't want to upgrade she's like that she's like i don't really care it works fine but no sd card and no removable battery which when i was an android guy mm. i always had to have a phone that did yeah. both and i think i had one uh, a, a Nexus phone that I, that that didn't do it, and I was always riding that fine line, man. It was thirty two gigs. It was a tough one. So. <laughs> well, I tell you the the funny thing, uh, the memory when as I was getting this phone, getting it set up, uh, was when I was a kid and I had my Commodore sixty four. So I had my computer and my disc drive, uh, which I would if I was going to copy games, like go to a a copy a copy fest or a you know a copy swap party. Um, you would take all these things and I would get the third degree from my parents. And they were like, that computer cost $150 (laughs) and that disc drive was also $150 and that monitor was another 20. And so it was like this kid being responsible for hundreds of dollars uh, of computer hardware and, and uh, you know, at home, I would like take drink Kool-Aid and put it on the disc drive and, and sit there and eat over the computer. And talk. when I went to that, I was like, you know, like the Gestapo, like no drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you know, like set up your little perimeter around your stuff. You're like, no, no eating in this area. Like, like you were super protective. And now I think this phone is like four times that value. I mean, I know obviously prices are different, you know, between then and now, but just, that the thought of having and my kids have have phones and and I think your kids have phones and and just the thought of like sending a kid out into the world with a thousand dollar thing in their pocket, like I can't even think about it. It just mm-hmm. makes me lose sleep. I can't think about it. You know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, well, look, man, we went from Star Wars to garages to movie houses iPhones and Androids. Where where do we go from here? 
other than I think it's time to wrap up. We were going long. <laughs> we go to bed. We're old. Right? You know, I, yeah, I just looked at the clock. I go, man, my wife's probably going to bed. But the nice thing is, according to the studio, it doesn't matter. I go to bed when I want. Oh, that's true. That's but true. Uh, so let's uh, let's start wrapping up and give everybody uh, an idea of where they can find you if they uh, want to catch more writing or Instagramming and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, uh, you can always find me on Facebook at uh, Rob O'Hara. Uh, you can find uh, uh, I'm I'm a lot more active on Twitter these days. I think uh, which I'm at Commodore. Um, but if you want to find that stuff, read blog posts. If you want to see pictures of the shop we've been talking about or all these other things, uh, you can always go to RobOHara.com. They have links to everything, all my social media and and pictures and all kinds of stuff. So that that's uh, probably the best place. All right, and uh, for me, you can go to alldutchpods.com. That's kind of my blog for website for all my podcasts, this included, and uh, links to my Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. So, dude, it was fun. It was good to uh, get back on here and, and talk a little bit. I know it's not the most throwbacky kind of thing, but I th- we thought Star Wars kind of fit that, and... Uh, you know, talking about the old movies and setting up your movie house to enjoy an 80s style, uh, 80s uh, roller rink style movie house. I think it's kind of cool. But let's try to uh, get another one. I have an idea that's movie related and maybe it can uh, kind of work it into what you got going on in your nice. backyard. So, um, all right, man. I think that's about it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. All right, everybody. Thanks. <laughs>